Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Yeah. I'm jiggy, man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm bird-chested with no hair, so I'm kind of jealous a little bit. That's all right, man. Like, what's in the diet? I need to, what, are, what are you eating? 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-XM-FANTASY. It It is the Fantasy Cantina. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison, the melodious voice of Nate Burleson and the Lions who stopped by. What a great dude. Spent the last half hour with us talking Calvin Johnson, little RG3. Man, every player was that Oh, every player was like that? He's fantastic. Are you kidding? Oh, I wish they could clone him and everybody would be like him. I interviewed Nate last year. It was great. We talked superheroes with him. We had a lot of fun conversation. This is where anything goes. If you listen to our show all season long, well, as if the last hour of the show wasn't any indication, anything goes. 888XM Fantasy, 888XM Fantasy. And, you know, one of the things we were talking about just a couple of seconds ago. Well, chest hair. We're talking about chest hair. Should you shave chest hair? No, don't shave chest hair. That's what I want to know. Either you have it or you don't. Maddie Lathrop's here with us. That's what I want to know. So if you're a man and you have chest hair, do you need to button your shirt all the way up? Do you you ever watch Seinfeld, the episode where Jerry shaved all of his chest hair? (laughs) No. And then Kramer got mad at him. Trev, you got to find that. And he says, it grows back. Darker, yeah, it goes back <laughs> darker and, and more stubbly. Oh man, that's why women, a lot of women, don't shave the tops of their hey, legs. E-H- just shave like the bottom. Be proud and let it fly. I do let it fly. You do. You always. I mean, you should. You should have your shirts custom made with only four buttons because you don't I, use the top two. So what does it matter? But it's not like I have a rug. I just have you know a nice. Nice you know why? Because you know why? Because you're, you're, you're a throwback amount. guy. You're okay. a guy who would have loved to grow up in the '70s, and this is kind of your daily homage to the '70s to dress like they I did am a back throwback then. guy. You're a throwback guy. You're I like '70s cars. If you had grown up '70s football, perfect '70s for music, you, like lived in Nashville or Dallas in like '74, '75, '76. I can't disagree. He's yeah. got a little Ron Burgundy going on. A little little '70s. 
It's Plus science. It's science. <laughs> I can't believe, Fabs, you've never seen Anchorman. I'm not a fan of Will Ferrell. But here's Ferrell. the thing. It's not just Will Ferrell. It's not a Will Ferrell movie. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously he's the star, but Steve Carell, Paul Rudd, there's so many Fabs. Rick, guys Rick Tamblin has an IQ of 48. Yeah. You know what, Fabs? <laughs> I'll watch Anchorman with you guys, but you guys low, have low, to low watch. Low pressure fronts. What? Low pressure I want to tell you, I was the last holdout with Anchorman. I really was. Yeah. And it was on. I was like, okay, I'm going to give it 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's it's. It's pretty dark. I mean, funny. I just hate Will Ferrell. Man. I, the anchor. I'm, he's not funny to me. I was the anchor fight. Is that what I you was completely say? unprepared for that. Yeah. I had no yeah. idea that was coming. <laughs> and the in the part the part where the Telemundo station, uh, yeah, Ben Stiller and, shows up. The yeah. rivers run red with Burgundy's blood. Yeah. yeah, and then and then Will Ferrell goes, you know, the, just one rule, and he goes. No touching of the face or the hair, and he goes, but of course, yeah, you know, oh, like, oh, like, yeah come yeah, on. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> All right, 888XM Fantasy, 888XM Fantasy. Let's pick up Jamie in Detroit. Hey, we just had of Nate Burleson on. We'll go to Detroit for a big question about running backs next year. Jamie, what do you got? Hey, how you guys doing? How you doing, man? What's up, man? Good. Um, I was just wondering, uh, top, I, got, I got about five guys that should bounce back next year. I was wondering what you guys think about who's going to be on top of that list. Um, first, I got LaShawn McCoy, Chris Johnson, Maurice Jones-Drew. And Jamal Charles, um, who do you think out of that list is going to bounce back uh, to be like top, you know, top five back? Because I, I threw in Chris Johnson because a lot of people drafted him first round and he didn't really give first round production. So I just want to know what you guys think. And uh, I'm a huge fantasy football guy. And uh, thanks for taking my call. Well, we're well, glad that you're a huge fantasy football guy. And I go with LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, I think the one guy I just out like of that McCoy. list. Yeah. Let's see what happens with the coaching situation there in Philadelphia first. But I think LaShawn McCoy. Being a, 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 in his mid twenties, still in the prime of his career, a guy who can be a featured back, I just think he's the guy who will have the big season next season. And a coach coming in who's not going to say, no matter what we see from Lashawn McCoy, we're going to throw the ball three out of every four plays. Yeah. Well, look at what they have there too. I mean, they have Deshaun Jackson, who's a one-trick pony, and, and, he's, and he's coming off injury. Right. Brent Selleck has been. In other words, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is, what else do you have? I mean, why would you not? It's kind of like the Jamal Charles argument. Yeah. You break down their other skill position players. Look, man, LaShawn McCoy is clearly the best option, and and any offensive staff is going to figure that out. I would say of all the guys you named, though, the, the person I would value the least is Chris Johnson. Oh, I agree with I you. I don't trust Chris Johnson. I trust MJD to come back. MJD yeah. has not been an injury-prone guy. You drafted him in our mock. I did. I drafted. Did I just remind you of that? Or did you <laughs> no, no, I did. I the, here's what I did in our mock that I don't necessarily agree with. I went against my own advice a little bit. I took McCoy sixth overall, which Fabs you said you like that pick, yep. and then I came back, I believe, at fifteenth. Uh, I, I like where you took MJD and took MJD. I don't now, have a problem with that? I I don't have a problem with it if you isolate it, okay? Mm-hmm. But I don't like taking two question marks at the same position. That's tough. And yes. whether you like it or not, McCoy and MJD are I question marks. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I, I I guess maybe I just have more confidence in, in more McCoy. Yeah, I really think he's going to be solid. I, I, I hope you're right because yeah. I, I would I've, obviously in our mock draft I took it seriously. That's exactly how I would draft. And here's here's the thing too, just to look at Harrison's team because you know you know Harrison. Uh, I feel like I've kind of taken you under my wing. In oh fantasy boy, here we football. go. Uh, yeah. You know, I feel like you know that, that you're sort of like the Anakin Skywalker to my Obi Wan Kenobi. And I have to say, <laughs> so he's going to ruin fantasy football. Uh, I have to say, he becomes Darth. No, he was my Padawan learner. <laughs> I have to say. That you did a real damn good job in this in this first four rounds. You get McCoy in the first round, MJD is your two in the second, assuming he's going to be healthy, 
picks up Desi in the third round, and then the guy that I wanted that Harrison took right in front of me was Percy Harvin in the fourth round, and that's going to be a steal. You're going to be wishing we were playing this league out, my friend, because that's a nice way to start your draft. And, and I, I appreciate that. I had a hard time with I our, appreciate that, the, Clark. <laughs> the fifth round pick, I took Greg Jennings, and that's where it really got well, tough. Well, it's tough. It's tough. And I don't even know if Greg Jennings is going to be with the Packers next season. Maybe he's in Miami. There's some talk about maybe them kicking the tires on him. Who knows? But at that point, it gets a little bit more difficult. But those first four picks, I think those are gangbusters. Well, and I think with someone like Greg Jennings, to, to say something that you love to make fun of me on, Jason, he's got the skins on the wall. He's he proven time and time again that he's a consistent performer. And I think in the fifth round, that's what you're looking for. You're past, you're past the huge names. Yep. And now you just need a guy that I know what I'm signing up for. In the sixth round, someone like Marcus Colston might be that guy. I know I'm going to get these numbers at the end of the year. Yeah. What do, you, what do you guys think about Greg Jennings' value if he goes to a team like Miami? Because it looks like he's well, not going to return nobody, to Green Bay next year. They have nobody. Well, we know he's not coming back. You know, I mean, obviously you have to wait and see what the landscape is. But if he goes to Miami, they have really nobody. I mean, Hartline had one huge game. And he's, he's a he, – you know what? If Brian Hartline is your third best receiver, you're okay. If yep. Brian Hartline is your best receiver, then you need a ton of help. Totally Smith, agree. Smith, yeah. Look at this. I don't that's know what we're looking Catherine at. We're on the radio. Webb, that's McCarron's girlfriend. Look at that. What? Wait. <laughs> Pat sometimes wait, forgets McCarran, that we're on the radio. AJ McCarron's <laughs> girlfriend. Look at this. At underscore Catherine wait, wait, Webb wait. with a K. She put a picture of herself. she's got some great pictures wait, wait, go back of herself. To the other one. Ooh, took a, it looks like she's changing in a Target uh, dressing room, and she took a picture of herself and put with it With her online. boyfriend's jersey on. That's, that's pretty cool. You know who she looks a little bit like? Who? Gina Gershon. No, she's so, so, so for NFL Fantasy yeah, Live with Elliot Harrison, Chris what kind Law? of numbers do yeah. you project Chris for Greg Law, Jennings? who's one of our producers on NFL Fantasy Live, just tweeted out that so... she picked up 70,000 followers in the last, like, 12 hours. That's wow. awesome. So, Greg Jennings, Bryce, here's the thing. Oh, no, 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 Let's no, not no, forget Elliot, that. No, no, no. Let's not you. Uh, fantasy Computer, uh, how many fantasy points for Greg Jennings Smith. next season? Smith. I'm going to look. Hang on. Hold on. Let me make oh. sure he's still on. I'd, I'd follow her. <laughs> I'd follow her for that Look picture. at that. Yeah. Her pictures are sick. One, eight, oh. 182.6 fantasy points for Jennings. That's a, wow. Fab's 182 fantasy points for Greg Jennings next year? The Harrison, at said. underscore Catherine Webb with the K. Look it up and look at her pictures. What? Where am I going? I just told you, at underscore Catherine Webb with a K. All right. Here's pictures. the thing about you, Fabiano. A- anytime, you're, you're so focused on fantasy, and you're the emperor of fantasy. You're looking and at tail, man. Once you, Every once day. Once you get a girl on the brain, That's you can't you follow do. anything else. No, it's all fantasy. You can't follow you're anything else. You're looking at HPAs I just asked net. you a question about Greg Jennings' fantasy, and you just said, Harrison, yeah, uh, Catherine underscore you Webb. You asked on me Twitter. if Greg Jennings could score 183 <laughs> points in fantasy next No, 182.6. You're so busy. Cutting tail on the radio. We can't even concentrate on our show. You know what? I think you can score 183 because I'm rounding up. Settle down over there. Harry. I got an 86 right. Pulsar All right. with an aftermarket moonroof. <laughs> you know what? When the Pulsar came out, I thought that was a cool car. Okay, you can hit me up at Roger at Route Six Honda. <laughs> Dot com. Oh, I see? actually liked the Pulsar when it came out. Oh, Nissan Pulsar? Let's I, not I forget Joe was Philbin for was time. in Green Bay, came over to Miami. I right. know, but he's got, you know, <laughs> I Tannehill know throwing him the Skins football. On the Skins on the wall. Oh, yeah, was I, it? No, Tannehill's throwing him the football, though. Yeah. Oh. 888XM Fantasy. It is the uh, Fantasy hello. Cantina. Anything goes. No rules. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano here on Series 210, XM87. Let's get uh, Dean in Wisconsin has another running back question. Dean, what do you have for us? I just 
You're going to want to lay low for a while, Dean. Just lay low. Yeah, you better go someplace and lay low for a while. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. I was just, I was just thinking about uh, the draft next year and how the quarterbacks are going to be so deep. I was just wondering, um, you know, when would might be a good spot to pick up, uh, you know, my first quarterback next year in the draft. I mean, you always got to follow the flow of the draft. And if people are going quarterback crazy, then maybe you have to take one a little bit earlier. But I would go in with a strategy of not taking a quarterback until after the fifth round. Again, that's unless everyone goes quarterback insane in the first four rounds and then you're stuck with, oh, man, Ben Roethlisberger's the best option out there. I don't think that'll happen. I'm telling you right now, and I, I have eight leagues every year, I will not draft a quarterback until after round five in almost all of them. Fab, should uh, Fantasy Predator wants to wave in, weigh in on this. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, let's, uh, let's see what he has to say. Yeah, I... I, I agree with you, Fantasy Predator. Fantasy Predator is saying that he agrees with me and that quarterbacks are so deep right now that there's no real reason to take one until after round five. I think I I think I have that right. No, I, 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 you're better at that. I can't. You, you got to tell me because as the host, I don't know when the Fantasy Predator's in the room because you can't see him. Can't but see you him. apparently can see him a little bit. He talks to me. Does the line get a little wavy like in front of an air well, duct? You can well, see I'll be honest. He was in here for the Nate Burleson segment because when Burleson started uh. busting on my chest hair, I heard those ho, 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 I didn't know where it was coming from. And I was like, oh, Fantasy Predator's here. All right, very good. I, I didn't know. All right. Well, that, and, you know, I thought fact, I saw him in the corner. I was corner. so surprised. <laughs> wow. Really? What was that? Remember when uh, in vacation, the first one, when Chevy Chase loved this scene, he uh, he jumps in the water in the pool to be with Christy Brinkley, uh-huh. and the water is so cold. <laughs> and then everyone comes out, and they're like, why did you scream? He's like, I was surprised. I was so surprised. How good did Christy Brinkley look in that movie, oh, yeah. by the way? She yeah. in Cannonball Run, Farrah Fawcett. Oh. Yeah. Farrah Well, that's My that's gosh. not even close to me. I'll take Farrah Fawcett every time. Farrah Fawcett. Um, and you know what? Another one, too. Lonnie Anderson back in the day. WKRP in Cincinnati days? Giddy up. Yeah. Aaron Lonnie Gray, Anderson? Buck Rogers. I'm telling you, uh, Aaron Giddy Gray. Giddy up. Buck Rogers. Again, to answer even that question again, I'm waiting on the quarterback position. And I, I'm not going to tell you anything that you shouldn't already know. If you don't get one of the elite quarterbacks, go after a quarterback who can run with the ball. Russell Wilson, Colin Kaepernick. Heck, Tim Tebow could be your number two if he ends up in Jacksonville and ends up being the starter. Andrew Luck can run with the football. He had five rushing touchdowns this season. That's the key to success. If guys at the top of the board like Rodgers and Breeze and Brady are gone, fret not. If Colin Kaepernick's my starting quarterback in five leagues next season, I will have no problem. No, you but, know, you, but you have to play. You have to play the draft. We talked about this in the beginning. Is that if you know going in. Everybody in your league wants to load up on running backs. And I don't care if you want to get a quarterback early. You have to load up on running backs because they won't be available. Same thing the other way. If everybody loads up on quarterbacks, you got to get one because by the third round, a good enough one isn't going to be available. So you have to – I know you want to go with your own draft strategy, but you got to know the room as well because that's how you're going to draft a good I, team. I agree. If you want fantasy peace of mind strategy, I say you take Gronkowski in the second round. That way you don't have to be like everybody else scouring the waiver wire all year looking for a tight end that's going to give you 6.7 fantasy points. Fantasy peace of mind. Better album. Number of the Beast or peace of mind? <laughs> well, I like peace of mind as a song by Boston, which is on their first no, album. No, no, no. Peace of but, mind. Uh, no, Iron Maiden. Peace of mind. Or, what do you like? I like the Number of the Beast. Yeah? That album. Yeah. That Wasn't that the name of the album? Number of the Beast? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good album. Better Number of the Beast, Run to the Hills, uh, Prisoner, 22 Acacia Avenue. Okay. Which but one is Tail Gunner people- on? Oh, was that's, that newer? Yeah, that's newer. 
uh, Peace of Mind was Trooper. That was a big oh, one. Where Eagles a, Dare. Oh, Trooper, such a good song. Yeah. I have a feeling we're going to hear Trooper in a couple minutes. Oh, that's such a, a funny good song. Feeling. It is the Fantasy Cantina, 888XM Fantasy, 888XM Fantasy. A little bit less than 20 minutes from now, we have Matching Mike, our fantasy game show where Fabiano strips down to a thong and asks us fantasy questions. But coming up next, we'll no take a look. No chest hair here. No, no, no. I've seen you without a shirt on. No chest hair from no, me. Really? man. I no, got no not chest it, dude. No, I yeah, got no, no chest right. hurt. I never did. Yeah, no. Nothing. We looked at the... For being, in, for being an Italian, <laughs> I have got nil. We liked Iron Maiden as one of our uh, halftime entertainments for high school championship. We thought that'd be real relevant with right. the 15-year-old kids. Well, uh, it might be. Yeah. It might be. But uh, I, had to, I had to go another direction. I had Chad Hutchinson come out and sign some jerseys. Another brilliant Jerry Fake Jerry Jones, Jones is here as well. See, it's a Fantasy Cantina. Everybody wants to stop by. Coming up next, I'm sure we'll hear from Fantasy Bane again, who was here last during the Nathan Wilson interview. So Fantasy Bane from Dark Knight will stop by, and we'll take a look at the recent coaching changes in the NFL, what that means for your fantasy stars. We talked to Andy Reid a couple minutes ago. Could we see a Fred Jackson reunion with C.J. Spiller in Buffalo? May not be as off-kilter as you might think. That's next year's 210, XM87. Changes in the NFL, what that means for your fantasy stars. We talked to Andy Reid a couple minutes ago. Could we see a Fred Jackson reunion with C.J. Spiller in Buffalo? May not be as off-kilter as you might think. That's next year's 210, XM87. Can I get a moment's peace? What are you doing to yourself? I can't oh. stop. <laughs> Alex thinks I'm naturally hairless. What? You can't keep this up. Don't you know what's going to happen? Every time you shave it, it's going to come in thicker and fuller and darker. Oh, that's an old wives' tale. Is it? Look at this. What is that? Look at it. Look at it. It's all me. I shaved there when I was a lifeguard. Come on. That's genetic. That's not going to happen to me. Won't it? Or has it already started? Here's the last couple of minutes of our lives. Jason Smith, Elliot Harris, and Michael oh, Fabiano great. from NFL Fantasy Live, Drag, NFL Network. You're the best. Series 210 XM87. We were talking Iron Maiden albums. We were talking about... Uh, LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. And Fabs just watched an extended two-and-a-half-minute version of a trailer for The Predator <laughs> on YouTube. Yep. The movie's a t- almost a 20-year-old movie. You watch, you watch a trailer on it for like two-and-a-half minutes. I stuck in the minutes. Cat Daddy one, too, when you weren't looking. I'm got- Did you... <laughs> I've got two questions for uh, for Tuesday, our in producer. In 27 pots. Yeah, in <laughs> 27 pots. What movie? Right, what movie? movie? Oh, movie. back to school. Yeah. Come Very on good. Out. Yeah, Harrison. Right. Rob, two-part question for you. A, who's a bigger risk, Jamal Charles or LaShawn McCoy next year's draft? And two, that do you big. trim your chest hair? Number two is a no. And number one, I'm going to say it's Jamal Charles, just because you don't know what Andy Reid is going to do. Hmm. Look, at what, look at what Andy Reid did with LaShawn McCoy, or rather didn't do with LaShawn McCoy. So would you take Jamal Charles in the first round? What part of the first round? It's uh, ten, it, ten spot. You're at the bottom of the draft. Depends on who else is out there, but I mean, if you're, I'd probably shy away from him. Wow. Now, if you have chest hair, you're saying don't shave it. But everyone says that chest hair looks cheesy, you know, coming out the shirt well, and stuff. Hey, so not, don't bore my mouth there. I'm not saying don't shave it. I mean, if, if you're a swimmer, you know, you may be into that sort of thing. So, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to tell people what to do here. Harrison, listen, you're, you're doing okay with the, with the females. You don't need to change anything. You, you can Going to see Texas ha- Chainsaw Massacre. You can keep the hamburger busted <laughs> out the date. top of that shirt all day long, my friend. If it's working for you, don't stop. She made oh. me watch Bridesmaids when we got home. 
So wait, you had a date last night, mm-hmm. and you went to see Texas Chainsaw Bridesmaids Massacre. Bridesmaids was actually a good movie. Yeah, I well, thought it was. You say funny. actually why? Because it's cause, why, why do you say actually? Well, because Harrison seemed to denigrate it when he when he mentioned it. I had to Bridesmaids watch Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids hilarious. Really? There, there's some funny parts. In and it. Wilson Phillips was in it. They make it hard to root for the main girl though, because she does kind of act like a, an idiot. You know. Yeah, she. Well, she's, she's a not bit lovable. Too self-deprecating. Yeah, it's a little too. She's yeah. not lovable. She's yeah. good looking though. You like Kristen Wiig? Great legs. You like that girl, huh? Oh right. You, you know my type. All right, in, in a fantasy, in a fantasy woman draft, where are you drafting Kristen Wiig? I don't know, man. There's a lot. There's a lot of uh, second round. There's a lot of good talent. Oh come there. on! Or, or, or we'll wait, see. are you going to say there's a lot of good-looking women, so you want to wait on a good-looking? Are we woman using until standard the fifth scoring here? Oh, standard scoring. Yeah, standard scoring. No way. Second round. Yeah, she, really? She's like a Josh Freeman type. You can get her on the back end, and she might fill in for a sure, starter there you later. Go. That's right. Can you be careful with how you phrase <laughs> that things? Like the funniest thing Bryce said all year long. Let's be careful how we phrase things. Here. <laughs> all right, let, let's phrase this. We we talked a little bit about Andy Reid and and his questions for how he's going to run Jamal Charles. He's going to ignore him like he ignored Lashawn McCoy. Now take a look at what happened in Buffalo with Doug Marone getting the job from Syracuse. Now. The good news for Buffalo. He did a great job replacing uh, uh, when he didn't. Wasn't he the new lead singer of Van Halen there for a little while? Yes, he was. Doug Marone. Yes, he he was very good. Yes, he yeah he replaced Sammy Hagar, and he was very good. And then he left. So now I think I think there was uh, actually a couple of good songs on that album too. Even though it was on the Gary Gary Sharon album, really. Without you was good, (laughs) and um, oh man, I can't remember the other song. I got. I got to look it up. All I think of without you is the Motley Crue song. Without fire you, in the hole. Fire in, in the my... hole is the other one. And they were both good. Both good songs. Really? The only two. Okay. All yeah. right. I didn't think there was any good songs when Gary Sharon was. Pabs, will you just say? I'll play it for you. Pabs, will you just please say for me right now? Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. <laughs> please. Elliot Harris are doing a callback to an hour and a half ago. You know, and, and you're busting my stones over here about the whole Stevie Nicks thing. All right, so let me throw this out there about Gary Sharon. Okay, top five extremes. No, Doug Marone takes over. Yep. Good news for good news for Buffalo is that he pretty much put the Saints offense in in Syracuse. He had a record-breaking quarterback. He had, he had two good running backs. He had two good wide receivers every year. So that was good. Now he comes to Buffalo, and you would think that, okay, this is great news. C.J. Spiller is going to be the number one guy. Fred Jackson will be out. But his system has used two running backs and uses two running backs a lot. Now, Spiller may be the same guy. I don't know that you can suddenly just say, I think we're going to part ways with Fred Jackson. Fred Jackson is going to be cheap, and it's going to be a situation where we're going to need somebody else to at least take some of the pressure. And if that's the system he likes to run, I'm, I'm not ruling out that Fred Jackson is going to be gone from there entirely. No, or I, even if he does, I think he'll bring gonna, in somebody else. I think he's going to be back. I mean, they, they did give him an extension, didn't they, before the season started? So I think he's going to be back. They didn't, they didn't pay him a whole lot of money, and... Why wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't he be there? He's still an effective player. He just had injury problems the last couple of years. I mean, people forget Fred Jackson was one of the five best running backs in fantasy football in 2011 before he injured his knee. He was awesome. He was the best draft bargain in fantasy football, and injuries have just been an issue with him lately. So um, Spiller's the guy. I think he's worth a first round pick. He's going to be on my fantasy man crush list in 2013. There's no doubt about it. But why give up on Fred Jackson? Fred Jackson's a guy who, in that secondary role, I think he could be pretty good. And we interviewed him on NFL Fantasy Live, and he had kind of found his way into that goal line role as well. So that's why Spiller's not going to score a lot of touchdowns. But I think Fred Jackson should be back in Buffalo and uh, a good part of that offense. So you disagreed with when, in our mock draft, taking me taking C.J. Spiller. I would have taken Marshawn Lynch. Lynch ahead of C.J. Spiller. Spiller would have gone late first round to me, but Lynch... And I'll tell you something. I was wrong on him last year. That guy was a nut. He was 
unbelievable. I and I said, you know, I'm a little worried about Lynch. I wouldn't draft him in the first round. I think he's more of a second-round pick because I worry about the magical season. Boy, did he prove me wrong. I, that, Boy, I remember pro- that. Victor Cruz, I got right on the magical season. I got Stafford. LaShawn McCoy was, was another guy who suffered for the magical season. Jordy Nelson. You could say Rob Gronkowski and Jimmy Graham as well. But Lynch, Well, Gronkowski, he was great until he got hurt. I understand, but to me, if a guy gets hurt and he's not producing for my fantasy team, well... It doesn't matter. He's yeah, not but out I think, there. Well, as someone who He's gets not out there. I don't, but, I, but you can't talk about that being a bust because when he was in there. I'm Jimmy not, saying he, was a, I'm not saying he was a bust, but he scored, I believe, 200 and I want to say 240 points last year. 240.9. I don't know how I remembered that, man. I lost a lot of valuable information in the last 10 years. Uh, this year he had 143. He had 100. Fewer fantasy points. Well, he missed five games. I know, but I'm saying it. But he but was great. He still. What I'm, was the overall tight end? Number did you two lose tight end Dior overall. Barrett's sister's phone number. I don't. Man, that, that was retained. a long time ago. Oh. I'm sorry. That was a while ago. I was living in Florida at the time when I worked for CBS. But that's that's regardless of why he didn't produce. He wasn't in my lineup. So. Yeah, but I think that's different to say when a guy's a disappointment and when a guy gets oh, hurt. Oh, I I understand. But did Rob Gronkowski produce the type of numbers that you would expect it of him? Because you took him in the second round, no. But per per game, did he until he got hurt? Yeah, I mean, I will. I, that's that's there's a different five, question. There's five games that I didn't have Rob Gronkowski. I understand guys get hurt, and it's a physical game, but still, it didn't help my fantasy team. That's why I think when uh, Michael Vick, for example, you know, he goes out for three, four, five games the year after being the best player in fantasy football, that contributed to him being a disappointment. The injuries, right? But it, it's it's different to say this is a guy that can't. Well, they can't get it done because there's no, no difference. No, no, no. I, I, I don't say LeSean McCoy can't get it done this year. I, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying filibuster. I'm just saying that <laughs> last year, Rob Gronkowski, based on what people compared him to be in previous in the previous year, was a disappointment. There's no doubt about it. it, it but he, he scored a hundred okay. fewer fantasy points. Let, let me, let me, but let me ask you this: Going into next season. A guy like Jordy Nelson, who yep. was a disappointment. Yep. Guys who were the true disappointments because they they were. Sean McCoy most of the was season. a true disappointment. Right. I'd still take him in the first round. They, but most of those guys, their draft stock is going to be affected. You're not going to take Jordy Nelson as high as you took him last year, but you're going to take Rob Gronkowski as high as you took him this year. I, because, well, no, I wouldn't. But no, I mean, I wouldn't take a tight end in the second round. But still, people who like Gronkowski are not going to be off of him because. Do you of remember this that season. people were asking if Rob Gronkowski was worth a first round pick? You want to hear that talk? You won't hear that talk this season. No, but second round is where he went last year, and a lot of it was pretty much Gronkowski and Graham went in the second yeah. round of, of just about every. No, draft. I, I agree with you, but I, but what my point is is that I don't care what happened to a player for him to not produce at the level that I drafted him. He was a disappointment. Gronkowski missed five games last season and hurt a lot of fantasy owners in the process because you can't replace Rob Gronkowski. You just can't do it. And if you compare him to 2011, which is what the whole magical season is, comparing a player uh, based on what he did in previous season to what he did the current season, he was a disappointment. Over 100 fantasy points fewer than, than he had in 2011. I don't care why he did it, hurt, didn't hurt, whatever it was. He still, to me, that, that makes him a disappointment. So I, Peyton Manning in 2011 was a fantasy disappointment? 2011? Yeah. When he didn't play all season, he was a fan because because you had to draft him. Uh, you, yeah, but but Manning Manning was a guy who wasn't getting drafted until the middle rounds. Well, depending when your draft was. And sure, yeah, he was. He was a disappointment. I drafted him. Play. I drafted him to be my quarterback in one of my leagues that year, and yeah, it, I, I it hurt me the whole year. 
I think Jim Sorge was a fantasy disappointment because we waited all that time for him to finally get to be able to play, and then the year that Manning misses, he's gone. I mean, even, like, he was backing up Eli Manning. Even Tom Brady, when he Tom Brady blew Mads. out his knee, that was in 08, right? Yes. You probably drafted him with the first or second overall pick because that yep. was the year after he had 50 touchdowns. You bet. It was a disappointment. You, your, your, your first round. I think pick it was bad down. luck. I don't think it's disappointment. It's disappoint- disappointment it's is if a guy plays all season and really, if a guy gets hurt, it, it happens. I'd rather have had Chris Johnson give me up and down production week in and week out, like this past season, than have Tom Brady not play for me at all. You kind of ran into Harris there a little bit. Lack, lack. I did. I like, let I let you. I laid out. I let you guys have your typical standard twenty eight minutes after no, the hour filibuster. No, 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 no. Uh, wait, uh, wait. Get the fantasy computer here. Uh, is it, like fantasy computer? Was Rob Gronkowski a fantasy disappointment this season? Fantasy computer, Elliot, fire it up. We haven't talked to the computer in a little bit. Two, two seconds to break. <laughs> I'm on my break. <laughs> 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-XM-FANTASY. Coming up next, it's Matching Mike. We'll get you set for your draft in 2013. Fabiano strips down to a thong and asks us all questions about where he would draft certain players He's hairless. next season. He's hairless. Elliot Harrison is hair full. I'm kind of in the hair middle. Full? Yeah, hair full? Well, he's hair full. You're hairless. You're hair. Don't we have a fantasy hair fix to go to? We have the fantasy fix, and then we have our game show coming up next. Series 210-XM87. If you like the NFL, you're going to like NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. See, that's still Eddie Van Halen, man. That's still shredding the guitar. I love, I, I just love Van Halen. Whether it's man. Gary Sharon or no, Doug Marone. Because there's only, there's only two good songs on this album, but I, I like that song. Harrison, would, like you buy, if, would you buy this if Doug Marone was the lead singer? If he did a cover of More Than Words, yeah. Okay. All right. Top three extreme songs of all time. Go. Um, oh, taking it to the streets. No, That's stop. Brothers. Minute stop. by minute. Stop. And uh, they had, they had. Uh, oh man, He Man Woman Hater. I love that song. He Man Woman Hater. I love that song. They have they have a couple of good songs that are sort of under the radar. You know, not not like um, they had wholehearted, wholehearted. They had more than words. Yep. They had. Uh, oh God. Uh, if you don't like what you see here, get the funk out. That's right. That's right. You remember yeah, that yeah. one too. You but don't that know album? extreme, but it's garbage. That's that's not. That's, oh, that's, no, I'm not an extreme guy. You're not. No. You know who an extreme guy is? Mm. Michael Fabiano. Nino yeah. uh, Nuno Bedencore actually was a was a pretty good uh, guitarist. Pretty, and uh, Rob Tuesday you just reminded Neely me. Jersey in every video. Tis. That's another good song too. See, I grew up in Boston, so I kind of had to like extreme. I, it, it was just it was in the water up there. Yeah, I mean, they, man, they were I at just about every Bruins game. We had to like them. Yeah. Did you have a metallic blue IROC Z? I did, and I wore a 1988 half shirt with it. Yeah, 1988 half shirt. I love yeah. it. Yeah, Tuesday, are you going to Vegas uh, in a few weeks? I will be out there. Okay, cool, cool. Um, the the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yes, yeah. yes. Michael we'll, Fabiano. We'll the red inducted. carpet for you, Fabs. 
Yeah. Dude, we got to uh, we got to go out and uh, partay and have a little. Can you can you guys, Rob? I know this might be hard to do makeshift, but can you get some like wicker baskets and put some rose petals in them and kind of do what they did for King Joffrey oh, Joffer in uh, King Joffrey <laughs> Joffer style? We yeah, will roll that yeah. out for Fabiano. Th- throw just the rose petals crazy. on the ground. Jeez. Is there a Waldorf Astoria in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is time for our game show, Matching Mike. Yes, Hall of Famer Fantasy Sports Writers Association has elected Michael Fabiano to the Hall of Fame. The ceremony is coming up in February. Yeah, I think uh, Kate Upton is in the uh, Fantasy Hall of Fame. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? She sure is in my Fantasy Hall of Fame, Smith. All right, here's how the game goes. That's for sure. Michael Fabiano is our host. He poses a fantasy question to myself and Elliot Harrison. Although I believe Fantasy Bane from Dark Knight will be here to play a little bit along with us. And then we see if we can match Michael Fabiano, the Hall of Famer, with his answers. So, Fabs, uh, uh, strip down to your thoughts. Well, that's not going to happen. Harrison's our game Button show that, shirt that up, we will do you, buddy? each week. It's Michael Fabiano matching Mike. It's time to win you a championship, and we are here to help. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. It's our game show that we do each week. It's Michael Fabiano matching Mike. Smith, look at Harrison. Whoa, see, you started the chest hair thing, and now he's unbuttoning his shirt even more. Harrison's got his shirt unbuttoned all the way down to his belt buckle. Harrison's Twitter followers right now are going, oh, my God, can you please tweet a picture of that? And out? Trevor is like, I wish I was there. I'm going to take a picture and tweet it out because I think Elliot. Oh, dear God. I think Elliot's going to wind up meeting his wife on Harrison, Twitter. go ahead. No, now, listen, no. Now you're turning away? What? Now you're bashful all of a sudden. You just oh, took your shirt off in front of me at and you. Smith. Don't we have a game show today? I want to take a picture, put it on the Internet, so women who love you and follow you on Twitter can see what you look like doing the show. All right, let's play the game here. Let's start uh, off the quarterback position. All right. You guys ready? Which quarterback gets drafted first in 2013? Neither one of these guys got drafted in the first five rounds of our mock. Tony Romo or Matt Ryan? Oh, Matt Ryan it, had the better who, fantasy season in 2012. Is it who gets drafted first, Mr. Wade, or who I would select first in the draft? Listen, Bane. Just want to make sure you're asking the right questions. Listen, we've Mr. got to Fabiano. get to the game show pretty quick today, so you tell me. I will. I will take. I will take. Who Matt would Ryan. you take? I'll take Matt Ryan. I'll take this one, Bane. I'll take Matt Ryan because Matt Ryan still has not hit his ceiling. Tony Romo is a very good fantasy quarterback, but this is we've kind of seen him do his thing. He is what he is. Julio Jones is getting better, a little bit inconsistent, but he's still a superstar. Roddy White is still a star. They're still going to throw the football a ton, maybe even more than they did this year. So I will still go Matt Ryan over Tony Romo for next season. You know, I know I know where Harrison's going here. Well, actually, I would like to take Tony Romo, partially because I, it's hard for me to root for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is like the Teflon Don of the NFL. The guy can completely screw up, and he never seems to take any criticism. It's unbelievable to me how other quarterbacks like a Phillip Rivers just, just get it heaped on him, and Matt Ryan seems to be uh, you know, immune to it. However, I think Matt Ryan is the better pick because the Falcons don't have a running game. And even with Tony Gonzalez retiring, he's got two wideouts that can definitely put up the points. Whereas the Cowboys, I think Jason Garrett has realized if we don't run the football with DeMarco Murray, we're not going to win football games. And the Cowboys can't have Tony Romo throw for 4,900 yards again. Is this me being Homer? Homer. I'd rather I'd rather take Romo. I just I know what I'm getting with Romo. Yeah, Ryan's fantastic. He's got two great wide receivers. It's like one and one A. But Romo's got more skins on the wall, Elliot. 
He does. He has more skins on the I wall. I was trying to play it straight. And the Cowboys offensive line is going to get much improved, I hope, and if they don't, <laughs> I'm not hope. rooting for the Cowboys anymore, and then I would take Matt Ryan. That's big hope. Doug Free is the key to your team, Mr. Wayne, and I don't know that he could play football. I'd rather have Bane blocking than Doug Free. <laughs> yes, I don't need a helmet. I could just block people with my mask. Another quarterback <laughs> question, and this one has uh, a little more relevance now. Peyton Manning, who will be 37, or Robert Griffin the third. Oh boy! Now that is that is cookies and cream. I actually feel like we're on the match game now, trying to figure out. A way All right, to I, you know what? I will take RG three. RG three is certainly a health risk, but so is paid Manning, as you just brought up. And this is something I brought up before the season. I was shocked that Manning made it the whole way through. I'm I'm glad that he did. Uh, enjoy watching him as a player, but I don't know how long, much longer he can keep it up. Not to mention the Broncos' offensive line had a really nice season. Uh, if they aren't able to repeat that, I could see Manning going down. Similar to the way Elway went down late in his career, uh, and they had to bring Bubby Brister in for four games. That hurt his fan. I'm sure you remember that, Fab. You were picking him up in your fantasy hey, team. RG3 would be my selection. This is close. Uh, you want to wonder how close it is? RG3, his season, he had just about seven more fantasy points than Peyton Manning did. And he played in one less game. And he, yep. and he played in one less game. Cleveland. So... I think RG3 is more dynamic. Peyton Manning had a few games this year where 285 and a couple of touchdowns, okay, that's nice, but that's not going to get you, that's not going to win you a lot of games. Where RG3, because of the way, because of what he can do running the football, I'm still going to, as, as nervous as I am health wise, I will take RG3 over Peyton Manning. It's close, but I'll take RG3. I agree with both of you guys. Um, obviously, a lot depends on what happens with reports and whether or not he needs surgery or whatever the case may be, but. I go with RG3. Let's move on to the running back position. Chris Johnson or Frank Gore? Oh. Hmm. oh. Gore's coming off one of his best fantasy seasons. Cookies and cream. Chris Johnson. But you got LaMichael James there. All or yeah. nothing. Oh. Let me take this one, Mr. Wayne. The answer is CJ2K. Frank Gore is 75 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I... I uh, CJ2K at this point, this is who he is. All right, you learn uh, a lot about him. To expect him to go back to being the guy he was, no. But some weeks he's going to be great, and he's going to single-handedly win games for you, and some weeks he's not. Frank Gore, I know every year we say, okay, this is the year, this is the year. But when guys hit 30, they get that, and he's taken a lot of hits. Is it going to be a – it could be a Michael Turner-type season where he doesn't fall off a cliff, but he falls off enough where he's no longer number one running back. Mm-hmm. I still think Chris Johnson is young enough to still be this kind of running back, a periphery top ten guy, where I could see Frank Gore fall a little bit. So I'll take CJ2K ahead of Frank Gore. I'm going to take CJ2K also. I'm worried about Gore not only hitting the wall, but I'm worried about who else they have on the depth chart there in San Francisco. Where I'm not worried about that with Tennessee. My answer is simple. Take Chris Johnson. Assuming Chris Johnson is back with the Titans, I agree. Take Chris Johnson over Frank Gore. What that, if he's not? What well, if Chris Johnson goes to a different team? I, would that would that improve or would that I don't know. Where is he going? Where is he going to go? Well, he's going to go somewhere. Say he goes someplace with a better offensive line. Well, that helps his value. How is much, there, though? Is there another running back that's going to steal carries from him at this new team? No, he'll go somewhere and be a number one guy. So, right. uh, so just a change of scenery I, I would frame. say – Would, would I, a tr- trend up or trend down? If the offensive line is there and the team is committed to running the football, I think it trends up. Okay. I think it trends up. Now, this is a question, guys, that every single person who plays fantasy football uh, could end up finding themselves looking at this and thinking, God, who do I take? When's the Wheel of Fortune? Darren McFadden or Ryan Matthews? If I could say neither, Mr. Wayne, that would be my answer. I'm not going to get burned by these two again. You've got to take one, Bane. 
Smith. If I have to take one, I'll take Darren McFadden. Only because I was so, so burned by Ryan Matthews this year. But You were. Number one, he can't stay healthy. They, they, can no, no team is ever going to commit to him to being the number one guy. This is why I, I kind of tend towards McFadden. Will the Raiders commit more towards him as being a number one running back than the Chargers or another team would against Ryan Matthews yet. No matter what Ryan Matthews' situation is, he's never going to run the football at the goal line, and he's never going to be that true number one workhorse. Whereas at least McFadden has that potential. I don't like either of them, but if i got to pick one of them, it's McFadden for that reason alone. I'm going to go a little football history here on you. You know, when Bill Parcells first took the Giants job, he used to call Tom Landry after games. I know exactly what you're going to say. Giants went... 3-12-1, Parcells' rookie well, year. He had a lot of problems. And he asked Landry for advice. And Landry used to tell him, you know, if a guy doesn't show it in three years, it's, it's, it's yeah. time time to, he is what he is. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just have to move on. Ryan Matthews has shown us what he is. Now, you thought I was going to say know the value of a two-yard run. No, no. Oh. I, what you, know, you said is yeah. what I thought you were going to say. I also, you know, keep in mind the Raiders let go of their offensive coordinator. Uh, Darren McFadden has proven it before. He's had injury problems, but he has shown it before. Ryan Matthews, last year he was pretty good. He's never had a Darren McFadden uh, type impact on the game, in my opinion. So I'm taking Darren McFadden. I agree with you guys. I agree. And I think that's all the time we have. Are you taking either of those guys, or just if you have to? I would take McFadden if I had to as my two. Okay. Top of the third round. But remember, with my strategy, I will not have to worry about that. If you're sitting at 24, 25 no, overall, are no, you taking McFadden? No. No. Beginning of the third round? No. End of the third round. So what's the cliff the for you? What's the highest possible Pro- slot? End of the third round. Mid to end of the third round. So 28? Somewhere around there. 27, 28, somewhere 29? Between, I would say somewhere you, between Smith? like 26 and 30, somewhere in that area. If, if I already have but two I'm, running backs and two receivers, like say my first four rounds go two running backs, two receivers, then I'll think about McFadden, yeah. but I, not until the fifth round. Okay, for me, it'll be tough. McFadden will he'll be gone in the fifth round. Yeah, but that's the only. But so he's he'll be undraftable for me because mm-hmm. I simply won't take him. The only thing I'll say, and I know we got a break, is that if a draft plays out the way our mock draft did, and you have that many backs going in the first twenty picks, boy, it almost behooves you to take a risk on a guy in the third round, even when you don't want to, or else you're not going to. Somebody will take McFadden as a backup mock, or a flex play. McFadden went thirtieth overall to Jamie, and Ryan Matthews went in the fifth round. Interesting. All right, there we go. 88XM Fantasy, 88XM Fantasy, another edition of Matching Mike as Michael Fabiano puts his clothes back on. Coming up next, we'll take a look forward to this weekend. If you're doing Fantasy Playoff, Playoff Challenge, we'll tell you who we like coming up this weekend for Big Points, Series 210, XM87. NFL Fantasy Live brings you all the access and information from the NFL Network right to your radio on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Michael Fabiano air drumming everybody. Yeah, I this like is, this song. This is a good extreme song. This You're is right. a good tune, good man. Good extreme song. Jason I, I Smith. may not know who Adele is, but I like extreme song off of this third album here. It's good. No. Do you know Rest who One Direction season. is? Who? You know One Direction? Which direction? One Dire- this is like Ivan Costello, who's on first. One Direction, it's the, they're the biggest boy band out right now. They're incredibly huge. Why in the hell would I know? Because it's pop music. Have you seen no. the commercial with Drew Brees and the One yeah, Direction seen guys? That's Drew Brees and I One don't Direction know who they guys. are. Wow. All right, let me ask you this. Do you know who Carly Rae Jepsen is? <laughs> I have no idea. Really? Who's that? You, you should probably call her, maybe. Carly <laughs> Rae who? 
Ellie, you know Carly Rae Jepsen? No, he doesn't either. It's in Russia. <laughs> that, Are you nuts? That's what I was told. <laughs> Who? Who? No, he's doing a Rocky Four she, line. She sings the Call Me Maybe song. She sings song. Call Me Maybe. The biggest song in the world. I've heard that song, months. but I don't know. Yeah, who that's, that's, that's Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, no. Hey, this is crazy. No. Here's my number. So call me maybe. What is she, maybe. 15? I think so. 15, something like She's that. She's like 20. 18. Call yeah. me maybe. No, Michael, if Michael McDonald was saying hey. call me maybe. Yeah, very good. All right. Let, let's get to this. Jason How do you Smith, know Elliot Harrison. Boy bands. Come on, Smith. Michael, my daughter's four years old. And she loves Call respect. Me Maybe. She loves Call Me Maybe. Dude, no, the boy bands thing. One Direction does a commercial with Drew Brees. They're everywhere. Look, if it's not fantasy football, hot women, Seinfeld, or Cheers, or hey, the Yankees, hey, that's Michael Fabiano hey, right there. 13 days ago, I was think, I was, I was weeding. I wasn't thinking about blocks. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> remember, that, remember that Brett Favre press conference when he uh, got called for, like, blocking below the guy uh, and they find him? Yeah. He's like, 13 days ago, I was weeding. I wasn't thinking about blocks. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Harrison that's a brings pretty good out Brett another impersonation. That's a pretty good Brett Favre. I like that. All right, now let, let's go, let's go here. We got a couple minutes left here on the show. If you're doing fantasy playoff challenge, looking forward, which we all are, which you all are doing fantasy playoff NFL. challenge, NFL.com/slash/fantasy. We've got you over can still a play. million users, and you can still yep. sign up. Yep, you can still sign up right now. Obviously, the best thing is if you could pick a team playing in the wild card round because you're picking your players and your your points amplify as the playoffs go on. Second Much round like points, dreams, guitarist. Oh, you very like nice. Amplified. I like that. Uh, I've so been sick for a week, Harrison. The longer your players play, your <clears throat> points increase geometrically. Second round, you get double points. Third third round, a triple Do points. Do I need a protractor and compass? No, that's good. You're okay. good. Just bring graph paper next time. Okay. So, obviously, the best thing is, is if you could pick a team that plays wild card weekend, you can get points. You can, you can take your players and go all the way to the Super Bowl. So, seeing what we saw last weekend, of the four teams that won, Who's got the best chance of winning this week and keeping your players alive to the next round of the playoffs? Well, for me, I would have said Seattle until I found out about Chris Clemens' injury. Uh, he's the best pass rusher they have. Uh, I've been going off on Twitter with some Seahawks fans about whether I'm overrating that injury. So given his injury, given what it is, or being what it is, I'd say the Packers, Jason. I mean, I, I like their chances. I, uh, getting Charles Woodson back was huge. I said, I said last week with Elliot that, I was going Packers, Broncos, and I'm not going to stray from that prediction. The Niners scare me. They scare me, man. I really think the Niners are going to beat the Packers now. I, I mean, I'm rooting for the Packers because I picked them, but I think the Niners are going to beat them. Yeah, my, my, my thinking is coming more around to the Niners in this game. Just because the Pack, I, I don't know. I thought going into the playoffs, all right, the Packers are going to be a team. They're going to get it together. The NFC, there's a lot of flawed teams. But I think more I think about I know I picked for NFL.com. I picked a, a Patriots um, a Packers Super Bowl. I'm thinking more it's going to be Patriots Niners. Yeah, but you picked all Patriots. Right, so I'm happy. I'm okay with it. But I, no, I'm just going off I got all Broncos. About, I got yeah. Gronkowski, Lynch, and Foster playing double points this week. So we all agree Patriots over Texans, Broncos over yes. Ravens. Yes. Seahawks over Falcons? Probably have the best chance. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say yes. And then I have best Lynch chance going. to win. Yeah. There's and always I, that surprise team. The, and you never know. The Falcons haven't played. It's new to them. It's going to be tough. Hey, we're on next Tuesday. Same on time. Next same Tuesday. Bad same channel. Wow. 2.10. Next to 87. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. 
There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Kohler at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.